It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson, the founder of happyfamilies.com.au and the author of a bunch of books about how to make your family happier. Hope you're enjoying your school holidays. Uh, today, I'm having a quick conversation about something that affects around about 150 in every 100,000 Australian kids. Diabetes, type 1 diabetes. Uh, Kylie Wilde is the mum to a child who has type 1 diabetes. Kylie's son, his name is Liam, and Kylie joins me on the Happy Families podcast today to, I guess, help us to understand. Uh, Kylie, this is this is terrible of me. Like, I've got a PhD in psychology, but I'm not a medical doctor. I have no idea. I know nothing about diabetes. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Can you tell me, what is type 1 diabetes? Type 1 diabetes is an autoimmune disease, quite different to grandma's type 2 diabetes. Um, so, it's a uh, an autoimmune disease that attacks the cells in the, or the um, insulin in the, that the pancreas makes. So pretty much uh, the kids have got a, a dodgy pancreas that's unable to produce that insulin. So we then have to make sure they get it on board um, via injections or a pump or whatever that may be. Okay, so I, w- I want to go back a little bit on on here because I'm, I'm so non-dietary and, uh, I don't know, uh, biochemically conversant. What is insulin yes. and why do we need it? So our pancreas makes insulin. It's the hormone that controls our blood sugar levels in our body. So, so, so insulin is not actually blood sugar. It's a hormone and it makes sure that yeah. our blood sugar is, is right. What happens if we've got too much blood yeah. sugar? Too much, uh, our blood sugars are going too high. That can put us into a coma as well. We wow. can get some ADK happenings. The ketones in our blood is too high, too acidic, um, okay. and it's dangerous for our organs. Too low is also is dangerous as well. So it's just adjusting that to get that happy medium in the body. Okay. And so type 1 diabetes basically means, and, I, and I'm restating to make sure I understand this, maybe I'm the only person yes. listening to this conversation who doesn't understand it, but uh, I've been fortunate to never come across it before uh, in, in anyone close to me never never had the opportunity to ask the questions yes. so type 1 diabetes means that we've got a child or, or an adult I guess adults can have it as yes, well young adults yep, yes. who yep. whose pancreas is not producing the insulin which means that blood sugar is going to spike peak uh, or, or, or bottom out in dangerous ways yes yeah Okay. That's correct. All right. Yeah. And, and so, therefore, the, the the needles, the insulin is inserted into the bloodstream so that the body does what it's supposed to do with sugar. Yes. We need, yeah, they need help to get the insulin on board so that they can process the carbohydrates as as needed. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I appreciate that little um, primer on, on diabetes. Uh, you, you mentioned that it's not your grandmother's type 2 diabetes. How is that different? So, when Liam was, was diagnosed, a lot, a lot of the people were like, oh, you know, he lives a, a quite a, a good diet, um, he's healthy, active boy, but type 2 was later on in life. Um, so, it, it, it's the same kind of thing. The insulin is breaking down and working as well, um, but it's, it can be genetic um, and it's a it's a, a like with lifestyle as well. Um, yeah, as we get older, I've always understood type two diabetes to be related to just eating too much junk food and not exercising enough. Again, not a great great idea if you want to um, prolong your life without um, contracting type two diabetes. That's for sure. Um, but there is some genetic cases as well. Gotcha. Type two diabetes. Okay, yeah. so let's go back to Liam and type one diabetes. Like, where, where does type one diabetes? come from are you literally just born with it does it just develop it's not lifestyle related no not lifestyle related liam was five when uh we found out he had type 1 diabetes after a few short weeks of symptoms um that was sort of 
telling us something's not quite right here. Right, okay. So you've got a kid who's not not thriving at all. Take him to the doctor and the doctor says, let's run some tests. Oh, we've got a, we've got a problem here. Obviously, there's the needles, which, I mean, no, nobody, even I'm sure diabetics, still don't like needles, even though they're having them all the time. So you've got the needles, but how does diabetes, type 1 diabetes specifically, affect kids? There's a lot that can go on with a child with, with type 1 diabetes, um, especially if they're busy, they're active, they want to get on and live life. So um, you've got a, a constant juggle of numbers. You need to uh, make sure you're allowing for all the carbohydrates uh, that they're eating, even proteins, um, fats, sugars going into the body uh, to allow the correct insulin dose to go on board with that um, so that you know their levels can go up high, they can come down low. There's fatigue, there's burnout because it's exhausting they're, they're always looking at numbers um they you can feel pretty crappy when your levels are going up and going down um from a small age there's things like you know play dates or sleepovers and there's a whole a whole world of things that come with with the diagnosis and it is it's quite overwhelming but it's it's constant you're constantly got numbers going around in your head and thinking ahead like it doesn't doesn't just take a break when you're on holiday, it doesn't take a break. When you're sleeping, it doesn't take a break. So exhaustion as well is, is a big thing too and, and teaching um, healthy habits uh, from a young age. Which would be so frustrating because you've got this kid who probably wants to be able to go and live their life like all the other kids and they don't have that opportunity in, in too many cases, I presume. Uh, we've never really made diabetes a, a crutch, so to speak, for Liam. He is such an active out there boy. And we just had to learn fast um, to make his life as a youngster as easy as as, as we can. They, they don't really understand why. Um, we don't understand you know, exactly why either. So you, we just have to go along the best we can, keep up with him so that he can live a busy, active lifestyle. He, he's in all sports that you can imagine. Nothing stops him. So you, you, as parents, you just need to get on board and be the thinkers and teach them along the way. Yeah, okay. So let, let me ask you this then. Uh, how, do you, how do you manage Liam's diabetes? How do, you, how do you work with this kid when you're trying to not let it interfere, but yeah. the, the reality is it's going to interfere. It's, it, it, yes. it requires so much of you. Like it, it just has to. Yes, it does. Uh, well, we've, we've had a few different approaches to managing Liam's diabetes. We started out when Liam was first diagnosed. Um, the simple and most easiest way to get our heads around it was injections, even though that seemed so unnatural to be injecting your child with a needle device. Um, that was just the easiest part to learn. And then after a couple of years and a lot of Liam hiding under the table because he just could not do injections anymore, oh, it boy. gave him anxiety mm. um, and he, it, it was it was hurting all of us. Um, we decided to take, um, a, have a go at the pump, an insulin pump that is a little, it's, he was trying the Medtronic. It's a little one that sits on him and there's cords attached and there's insulin, little drips of insulin going in all the time. And then you dose up when you're eating a bit extra. Um, that's something that has to go on and off when they're showering, playing um, active sport um, as well. And early last year, we were introduced to Omnipod. So we decided that was a no-brainer for Liam to take part in the trial. 
Uh, it's a little device that delivers the insulin and it's, it sticks on you, a bit like your um, glucose monitoring system that sticks on you. Um, and it just meant that he could shower. He could. He's an adventurer, um, so he could go hunting yabbies and guppies in the and the pond and and not have to worry. Take on off. Um, he boxing, rugby league, everything. He he can keep it on. Um, and it's great and it is recyclable, you know, often in this disposable world um, it's a, a lot of rubbish but it's, disp- it's recyclable and that was, that was great for us too. Um, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful device and, and I encourage anyone that can have to have a go. Uh, maybe a question to, to wrap up our conversation and thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there any way that Liam and, and other, others with type 1 diabetes can ever get beyond the need to have insulin supplied? Like, does the body ever get it together? And do you ever get a quote-unquote cure from type 1 diabetes? No, I think that's been research going on for more than 50 years as to when when can we find a cure. Um, and I hope that they, they don't give up finding a cure. Um, fundraising all the time, Liam takes part in the in the JDRF One Walk every year to do his bit for fundraising. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know of anything. It's I mean, there's lots of stuff happening, lots of research and in the works. But in if it will be in Liam's lifetime, I'm really not sure. Mm. Well, I'd like to think so. Kylie, it's been a, a real pleasure to be able to talk with you, and I appreciate you sharing what you've shared. I'm sure that there will be parents who have kids uh, with uh, type one diabetes who are going to find value in what you've shared, and even if parents don't have their own children who uh, who are experiencing this this challenge. I'm sure that uh, there are plenty of parents out there who have friends, relatives, uh, people in their orbit who, who certainly do. So it's been really informative and so grateful for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much, Justin. That's Kylie Wild. She's mum to a type 1 diabetic by the name of Liam and hopefully some hints and tips for any parent who is uh, battling the same challenges with their kids uh, with diabetes. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. For more information about making your family happier, please visit us at happyfamilies.com.au. Listener.